hello, hello, hello. So today we're going to be talking about Neverland, actually. So just got a little, you know, inspiration from watching a podcast from, uh, you know, one of my, one of my favorite rappers or they asked him who his Rufio was and um, the carriers, it was Andy. He did this podcast with his um, group, Andy Mignol, he's a Christian rapper, which I suggest you check him out uh, if you want to go ahead and start introducing Christian music to your family and stuff like that. I'm a family, so I have children, so I purposely went looking for a good alternative that would satisfy the, you know, wanting to, to, to jam out and enjoy music, and I found various artists out there, so for people who say that there's no other option, um, there is, and Christian music has just come a long way. So I was watching one of the podcasts, and he was like, he was like, um, the the host was like, who's your who's your Rufio? And Andy was like, Rufio, in, you know, from Peter Pan and Neverland. And I got a little inspiration to kind of come up with my, who is my Rufio? Because it kind of stirred up a, who's your Rufio? <laughs> you know, like, I, and I, I feel like we all should have a Rufio in our, you know, in our lives. Someone who encourages us, also challenges us, also keeps us on our toes, you know, keeps us as like, as far as like being the leaders of our home, you know, I'm definitely a leader of my home. My children don't run the home, so. <laughs> so, but I was like, who's my Rufio? And I thought about my family and I was like, um, huh. I really took me down some like a serious, I didn't realize how deep that question was going to go into my being, and it was an interesting revelation with with just, um, with just who makes you, who encourages you, who, who is that person for you, you know, and I was like, oh my goodness, and I, I can't, I, I don't know if I can say, you know, if, um, like I'm okay with that, you know, like going down that it's, it seems like it's too heart uh, wrenching for me, but my spirit wants to go there, you know, and uh, my body wants to like resist it because it, my heart hurts <laughs> thinking about those things because the, the, the truth of the matter was I don't have a Rufio in my current life right now. Um, that, that I could say I have a Rufio present with me. Um, and I mean, that's not to say God or anything like that. I do, I do have, God encourages me a lot. And, um, I, I kind of feel bad when I say I don't have one because it's like, well, you're a Christian. I was like, I, I am Christian, you're right. And it is, you know, like God and, you know, Jesus and they, they really do uplift my spirit. They really do wash, you know, wash me and stuff like that. But I also feel like we're called to fellowship, you know, and we're also called to have friends and family around us. And, um, 
I guess I take that back. I'm probably going to go ahead and pick my son to be a reveal. I'm going to just go ahead and let him be the light like that. And let him be the encouraging one. Because I didn't really have, uh, there's been so much backstory that you might not know. Through the time to follow me, you'll get to, to find out. I've always really been, um, isolated in a big crowd i've always been in big crowds but i've never been in big crowds i've always been the invisible member of a large group and um it's just easier for me to to be comfortable in isolation you know at such a time as this it's um comfortable because i'm this is this is the atmosphere in which my mind and, and myself has always dwelled. It's always been like that. So um, now I'm finding out that that because so many people are, are getting, you know, going through a hard, hard shit, I'm starting to, to see or look that maybe this is not, that, that it's not healthy to always be alone, you know? Um, but I would have never recognized it had 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 uh, this this not happened, had this pandemic not happened, forcing families to literally isolate themselves. I always thought that that was normal feeling. You know, I'm supposed to be alone all the time. I'm supposed to not feel in, fit in with people. I'm supposed to be invisible. I'm, this is this is a normal thing. You know. Um, and since nobody was ever having any issues like that, as far as I could tell, you know, except for the occasional odd misfit or something, you know, um, but that's all we were was misfits. And we were odd, we were odd and outcasters, and you know, different. And the the kids from the land of Neverland, you know, and it's like a for Tomorrowland or from the land of where are you, dreamer, you know? And it's like. Um, when the whole world shut down and everyone was forced to feel what these what this what this this um i would say these these us peoples go through all the time a lot of people broke down and i said oh wow i didn't realize it was so hard on the psyche i didn't realize that this was not a good that this is not that that there's issues that people can get can break down and stuff and i was like dang so because of that i started thinking i started thinking like huh well if that's that then i have to learn how to be how they were you know because i was always this is my natural state if the world never changes and we stay in this state i could i could drive I could be comfortable. I would be comfortable. I would be like, ooh, you know, this the streets are empty, you know, the everything's disappeared. Like I feel at home, you know, and that's wrong. Apparently, now I know I didn't know before. I thought that was I mean, there's always pe there was always people around. There was always I have a huge family, you know, um I had I, I was just, I was just always alone. 
Thanksgiving and Christmas, my aunts would come to me and say, why do you sit in the corner like you're, you know, like you're not part of anything, like you're just some orphan child or something. Stop being ridiculous. And I'm like, I'm just sitting here, you know, like, I'm not doing anything. But I didn't, I didn't get it. I didn't understand, you know, because it's normal to me. But now I see, like, you know, people have committed suicide and people have um, broken up their, like their families have broken up and um, there's like anger between siblings and anger between parents and parents and siblings. And I said, is this all because of what everybody, like, because we're, we're it's a pressure of, to be, to be confined and not be able to be who you are which is to be sociable which is to to be uh fellowshipping with each other and stuff like that and i said i was wrong i was in the wrong i was in this wrong space for so long i didn't even realize that i was wrong until everyone whom i looked up to who i knew were in the right we're forced to go into the wrong, you know, we're forced to go into this place because of outside circumstances that have nothing to do with what they were doing. They could be, they were completely, you know, loyal to, to the Lord, walking in what they had to do. And they, these are the pillars that I look up to and say, oh, that's the kind of like, but I can never do that because I couldn't figure out how to bridge that gap. I couldn't be part of the group because I was always outside of the group. I was never, even though I was in the midst of the group, I was never part of the group. And so then when you have these pillars of, 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 of a community of Christians who are also forced to isolate themselves, and that is not part of their normal MO, they're so used to being hands-on in the community pushing forward you know the kingdom of heaven you know they're, they're like they take that scripture very literal and say i'm going to seek first the kingdom of god and that means i have to help the needy i have to to volunteer my time i have to help establish the pastors make sure they have a firm uh, financial back so that they can push forward the dream so they can continue doing what they need to do so we can send missionaries so we can send evangelists, so we can do all of these things, you know? But that's a hands-on, um, it's a hands-on ministry, you know? And, and these men and women were forced to experience what I experienced on a daily basis. And it wasn't because of something that they did, but because of something outside of a supernatural outside influence, a something else. And now the, it's reversed, and I see that in the in this in this situation where these ministers are, because that's not where we're supposed to be. There's a lot of there's a lot of stuff coming out, and and not not to you know to be bad or whatever, but just a lot of like they don't know how, we don't know how to deal with it. We don't know how to we don't know how to to like interact with 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 ourselves because we're, we've never been in this situation when we've had an issue we we've we put our 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 work out and and believe 
doing all that we can to stand, therefore stand. So I said, okay. So we say, okay, and then we go and we stand. And that's what we continue doing. And we, we, we believe in God and we do all this stuff. But never, never experienced a global phenomenon to this, to the, to the, to the point where we can, where, where when we look out, it is on every single, everywhere. There is no place that shows, you know, that, that shows that they're not affected by this pandemic, you know? And so it, it causes us to, to really kind of be a little bit shell-shocked a little because we're not used to that. We're not. We're definitely not used to it. And it was like, when I hear, and then I hear what the, the message is coming out, the spirit, the Holy Spirit message coming out, about how we have to combat this and how we have to do this, I realized that I had to combat this from a long time ago because this is how I've always been. I've always been in a pandemic mode. You know, my mind has always been in a, in a mode of isolation. I've always had the mentality of, I can't go outside my home. I have to stay here. I can't move out. And I was like, oh shoot, I was wrong, wow. I was, not, I was just, I was like, what do I do now, you know? And, and I look at my pastors and I look at my, my you know, the ministry, my friends in the ministry, and I, I hear some of the things that they're saying, and I'm like, wait, why are you saying that? Oh, wait, why are you doing this? Oh, wait. And I was like, oh, guys, <laughs> like, like, don't get overwhelmed, you know? Don't get, don't get don't lose your grip like this is like it's okay you know um and i just I, and i look around and i go huh i was like well if, I, if you guys need help navigating in this area this is an expert area that i'm i'm like the ghost of ghosts you know i walk around invisible all the time i walk around like i have no authority over anything all the time i walk like i have no ability to enjoy my home or my feet my community all the time and it's and it's like no that's that's not how it's supposed to be <laughs> it's like lovey that's not how it's supposed to be and i'm like it's not no <laughs> i was just like wow i didn't realize that if it hadn't been for this pandemic i would have never realized that and now I'm learning how to to be part of the community and there's nobody out here, which is hilarious, <laughs> you know? Like now I'm like, okay, let's go out and do stuff, you know? And everybody's like scared to touch each other now. <laughs> and I'm like, that's so funny. That is so funny to me. I, I don't know if you can find the humorous in that, but it's humorous. It's really, truly hilarious. Because, um, I don't know, oh my gosh, it's just, well, let me, let me know what you think. Um, I'm curious to hear what your thoughts are on this kind of situation. If you have any children who maybe you've noticed or, you know, I'm pretty sure everyone here can remember high school, middle school years. There was always that couple of people, maybe that one person who was always just alone all the time. 
always isolated, always in their own little world, you know, and it's like they lived in this pandemic mindset always. They might have all they might have also gone to church. It also could be in church too, you know. I mean and now now we can look back and recognize the the probably understand or, or empathize that there was a devast there's a devastation in their spirit there's a, there's something going on with them that look at how everyone around all the nations reacting and look at how everyone is how everyone is and they feel like this on a, they felt like this even before this happened you know and i was like that's interesting that's interesting so let me know what you think. I'm very curious to hear, you know, what everybody thinks about that. And until next time, this was Lovey on Right Here.